You know what the most dangerous thing in America is, right? Nigga with a library card. <laughs> This is the Most Dangerous Thing in America podcast, a show in which we read books by black authors and are talked about by a black author. And you can listen if you're black or not black, that is okay. This week on the podcast, we are talking about The Pussy Detective by Duvet Knox, a short novel written like kind of in verse, really, and uh, put out by Clash Books, whose motto is we put the lit in literary. And yeah, I'm going to go ahead and talk about how I came to the book, going to introduce the author in his own words, and then I'm going to talk about the book. Alright, so how did I come to the book? I was on Twitter, and uh, somebody who I follow was in a indie book thread, and this book came up, looked like a black exploitation novel. I'm a big fan of black exploitation. I have a whole book... Uh, on it's like the comprehensive history of uh, black exploitation. The book is by Josiah Howard, and it's called Black Exploitation uh, Cinema: The Essential Reference Guide. It's great. So I really like black exploitation, and uh, this the the cover of this looks like kind of like Superfly. So I was thinking this will be a, a great read to get into. And to get the book, because I live in China, I had to email the author. And uh, he hit me with the link, and I got a EPUB version. I paid for it. It wasn't free. And so, yeah, that's how I came to the book. So about the author, he writes, I come out of the South by way of Louisiana and Tennessee. Life has turned me into a savage writer of black pulp fiction, black exploitation, black folklore, and black occult erotica. Gritty shit that makes you want to laugh, cry, scream, or fuck. Rumor has it I was born from the last nut in my daddy's sack, coming to this world when he came. Needless to say, my birth was traumatic. Thus I arrived here with an attitude. The doctor slapped me and I slapped him back. And so my journey began to find myself. Alright now, so I thought it was necessary to read that to like, get you in the mindset of what this kind of book is about. Because uh, this is not conventional in any way, shape, or form. The book's not conventional. The introduction to the writer is not conventional that's is about the author something that you can't tell from listening to me read that is that the punctuation and the capitalization in the about the author are uh, idiosyncratic the spelling's idiosyncratic so like i come out of the south i come i c u m outa o u t t a the south both capitalized basically duvet knox does whatever he wants and writes about whatever he wants so the pussy detective you know i was thinking all right, my initial thought was, because I don't, I didn't want to read what the synopsis is. So the initial thought, I was like, maybe it's going to be a book in which this guy um, just bangs a lot of women, but also uh, is a detective. Okay. And then when I cracked open the book, I was like, oh, okay, maybe the whole thing was like a joke. And actually, because I didn't read the, about the author before reading the book. Maybe the whole thing's a joke, and he's like a black Ace Ventura, and um, pussy means cat. Okay, so it's not that. So then as I was reading the book, I mean, in the first three lines, you're like, oh, no, he's literally, he finds lost pussies. Like, that's what he does. Women have lost their spiritual essence of their pussies, and he goes and finds them. 
So that's that's the plot of this book. So I'm gonna give. I'm just gonna talk about two things. I'm just gonna talk about story and style, and then a brief just how I felt about the book. So the story. There is no story. Um, it's super thin. It's like about a woman named Abyssinia, 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 and she's lost her pussy uh, by fucking around with some guy who's no good, and uh, she hits up Madame X, and Madame X is like business partner partners kind of, um, well, definitely not kind of, definitely lovers, kind of business partners, and whatever with um, with the titular pussy detective. And, uh, I don't, I can't, I don't think he has a name in the book, but he might have a name. Most of the girls just call him daddy. So, she hits him up, or, or, Absinia hits up Madame X, Madame X hits up the pussy detective, and he gets on the case. And in order to solve her problem, he conducts, like, a spiritual ritual, and that, that, that's like, uh, the black occult erotica that Duvay Knox was talking about and is about the author. Um, but when I say there's no story, I just mean, like, basically, she shows up, and then he talks to her for a while, and then he goes and buys some weed, and then he starts the ritual. I mean, it takes longer than this, but it's essentially what happens. He starts the ritual, and then, uh, climax, and I won't tell you what happens. Climax. Wink. Pussy. Get it? Uh, I won't tell you what happens, but climax. All right. So that's that's basically a story. So it's like it's not much going on in the story, you know. It's not much of a who done it. I'm not saying that I wanted like a whole, you know, like a hard boiled plot, but kinda. I don't know. It's called a pussy detective. I love detectives. I was hoping for some Chester Hines type shit, you know, that kind of black pulp fiction. But this is again like an experimental thing. So the story is not the point. So I'm telling you, there's no story, but the story is clearly not the point. That's not the point of this book. The point is the style. So let's get to the style. So, very much written in the vernacular, written in a very particular style. Punctuation and capitalization are completely up to the author when he likes it. Spelling, completely up to the author when he feels like it. And all of that's in there. And basically, you're getting this distilled version of the Pussy Detective's worldview over the course of about 200 pages. That's what this book really is, because it's not about... The story, as I said, it's not about the plot. You know, I guess the language is one thing. But, you know, the thing about it is a lot of the language... So, I guess, here's my problem with the language. And maybe this is like a generational thing. I don't know how old Duvay Knox is, but looking in the picture and guessing from the type of music he likes, because he referenced... What did he reference? He re referenced uh, Olivia by The Whispers. He referenced Barry White, Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle... So, based off of that, I'm going to guess he's a generation behind me. So, it's written in the vernacular, but a lot of it's like 70s vernacular. You know, like, the girl calls him daddy. And, um, you know, he like, uh, the, can you dig it is in the book somewhere. And things like that. So, I'm almost thinking, like, you know, for a book like this written completely in the vernacular, I would have almost just preferred, like, completely written in the hip-hop vernacular, because that's the one that I'm most comfortable with. So, for me, part of the book feels a bit antiquated, because the vernacular is old. Now, I understand that it's black exploitation, but I mean, just because black exploitation started in the 70s doesn't mean that whenever we write it 
of something that's black exploitation that has to sound like the 70s, you know. But I think that stylistically, there might be a difference between black exploitation and then like when we got into the 90s, they started calling those things that were like black exploitation movies. They started calling them hood films, and it's never really been a good term because not all of these things are the same thing. So, for instance, like you know, they'll call like um, uh, sweet ass, uh, sweet sadbacks, uh, sad ass song or whatever. I always fuck up that name. Sweet black, sweet sad blacks, black ass song. Some shit like that. The Mario Van Peoples movie. They always call that black exploitation. It's highly experimental. I don't know how I don't know how you could call that a black exploitation movie. It's not a black exploitation movie. Like not in the same way of like, hey, we're gonna make this movie and aim it at general black audiences and just put a bunch of uh, like uh, cartoonish caricaturish characters in it that um that aren't like well drawn or thought out or whatever. That's not what that is. And and the same thing happened in the nineties. Uh, where they were making, you know, hood films. But then you have, like, a film like Menace to Society, which shows, like, the real consequences of growing up in the hood, right? So I do feel like there's, like... Um, but, but there, okay, so there's, there's a serious version of black film... Not serious version. A... Well, serious in a way. But, like, what I mean is a type of film that was coming out in both eras that was separated from black exploitation or a hood film, quote-unquote hood film, that got lumped into that whole thing. And um, they're just all movies made by black people, as, as long as they are made by black people. And then some of them are made for a mainstream audience, and some of them are more experimental, and some of them are more this, and some of them are more that. This book falls into the more experimental uh, lane, and so the whole style is experimental. Everything about it's experimental. But yeah, so for me, I, I would have preferred to have it written in like the vernacular of my day you know and it still could be the full black vernacular but it did put me in the mind of so so the most update hip-hop i could think of it being was um it made me think of slick rick and there's a there's a song off of slick rick's first album because i had this when i was growing up slick rick's first album is called the great adventures of slick rick and there's this song on slick rick called indian girl and then in parentheses, an adult story. And I'll never forget this song. It's the first time I was listening to it. I was like, what in the fuck is this song? Because it's a story about this guy named Dave. He meets this girl outside and he takes her home. And then he just bangs her. She, He takes her home or she takes him home. Something happens. They go home. And he ends up having sex with her for like an extended like eight hours. Until her, uh, until her vagina literally just starts talking to him. It's like, uh, what does he say? Something like, Dave, don't you know vaginas aren't supposed to talk? Like in Slick Rick's voice. But anyway, so it made me think of that. And then, alright, so I've compared it to movies. I've compared it to hip-hop. It also made me think of um several different books that i got on my shelf here. I've got Negrophobia by Darius James. And I've got uh, The Life and Loves of Mr. Jivas by Cecil Brown. Not Drop the Hard R, but I don't know why Cecil Brown wrote it that way. So, anyway. <laughs> the hard R, but so kind of. Oh, oh, and the other thing it reminded me of was Ishmael Reed's um, "The Last Days of Louisiana Red." Kind of made me think of all these books, except I don't think that Duvay Knox is going for satire here, and I don't think by his own admission he's going for satire. Like he said, he's writing black pulp fiction, black exploitation, black folklore, and black occult erotica, shit that makes you want to laugh, cry, scream, or fuck. So. 
I don't think that he is going for satire or trying to make it some kind of cultural commentary. Like that book by Cecil Brown with the hard R there. The introduction's written by Henry Louis Gates Jr., you know? And I, I remember reading the book. Cecil Brown was trying to talk about sexual stereotypes and exploit them, work against them. I, I don't think that that's uh, Duvay Knox's uh, goal here. I don't think that's what he's in interested in at all. I think he's just trying to make something that will entertain. And so to that end, I was, you know... To, so now to transition into what I thought of it, I was like lightly entertained. I thought it was interesting. I thought that um, as an experiment, it's an interesting experiment. I don't know, if, you know, for me personally, if it was quite pulled off to the extent that I would want it to be pulled off. Like I said, perhaps if it was written in like a vernacular, a black vernacular that I'm more familiar with, or at least one that is like a little bit updated to me, I would have been more into it. But just as a general experiment, I'm glad it exists because it is something different. And there's not a lot of people doing something different. So, there's that. I do gotta slip in though. There's a couple things in the book I just flat out don't like. It is always, 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 always a mistake to believe that something that somebody wrote in a book is uh, necessarily their uh, their uh, viewpoint. So in the book, uh, the pussy detective makes a anti-Semitic remark and makes a homophobic remark. And... You know, that's a reflection of the way some black people feel about uh, those groups of people. But, again, like, you can't say that's because a character in a book expresses something that that's the way the author feels. So, uh, I'm going to believe that that's the character in the book expressing those things and not the author, Duvay Knox, expressing those things. And if it is a character in the book expressing those things, as I believe it to be, that's perfectly normal and reasonable because the fact of the matter is, this is Pulp Fiction. And there are definitely people in general in the world who feel that way, but there's definitely a segment of the black community who feels that way. Those viewpoints are wrong, but the exist that doesn't uh, preclude the existence of those viewpoints. So yeah, so there you go. That's um that's the Pussy Detective. Interesting book, great experiment. Not exactly what I was looking for because I like I wanted like. Pulp Fiction more in the vein of like Chester Himes where it's like a, a a full-on mystery novel, you know, with just black characters, whereas this was a piece of experimental writing. So uh, you can pick up the book at ClashBooks.com and yeah, it's a different experimental type of thing. So uh, go into it knowing what to expect and um, expect to either uh, laugh, cry, scream, or fuck. All right. That's going to do it for today. Uh, going to be back next week with um, a short podcast. This is a short podcast. Going to be back next week with a short podcast on a book called Deep Fried Trouble, which was also like a pulp novel, but in a completely different vein. So it's kind of like this novel, but um, not like it at all in any way, shape, or form. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, that's... that's uh, <laughs> that's a good description it's it, they're both books about detectives this one was extremely experimental deep fried trouble is not experimental in the least just like a you know you could sit down with a plate of fried chicken and read it and have a nice relaxed sunday afternoon so different kind of book but yeah i'll be back with that uh please go to twitter follow me follow the podcast on soundcloud uh spotify what else we got out there Pocket Cast, that's the one I use. YouTube channel, check that out. 
like, subscribe, etc. The intro music, the outro music done by The Keep Running. Check him out on SoundCloud or Spotify, etc. And yeah, that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, stay safe, stay black, and keep reading. And this time enough at last. That's not fair. That's not fair at all. There was time now. There was was all the time I needed. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs>